seconds begins. 30 seconds has begun. Chair, staff is ready when you are. Thank you very much. Good evening, everybody. Let's call the meeting to order. This is the City of Sacramento Planning and Design Commission meeting. Today is Thursday, December 14th, 2023. The time is 5.31 p.m. Heather, would you please call the roll to establish a quorum? Thank you, Chair. Commissioners, please unmute. Commissioner Andrade. Here. Commissioner Boyd. Here. Commissioner Buckley. Here. Commissioner Chase. Here. Commissioner Caden. Here. Commissioner Lamas. Not here. Um, Commissioner Macias Reed. Here. Commissioner Thompson. Here. Commissioner Wallace. Here. Commissioner Zhang. Here. Commissioner Young. It's absent. And Chair Hernandez. Here. Thank you. We have quorum. Thank you very much. We'll start with instructions for public participation. So just reminding members of the public who are here today, if you would like to speak on an item, make sure that you uh, fill out a speaker slip and uh, turn it in before that agenda item begins. You'll have three minutes to make your comments. We'll now move on to the land acknowledgements. If everyone can please rise for the opening acknowledgements in honor of Sacramento's indigenous people and tribal lands. To the original people of this land, the Nisanon people, the Southern Maidu, Valley and Plains Miwok, Pudwin-Wintum peoples and the people of Wilton Rancheria, Sacramento's only federally recognized tribe. May we acknowledge and honor the native people who came before us and still walk beside us today on these ancestral lands by choosing to gather today in the active practice of acknowledgement and appreciation for Sacramento's indigenous people's history, contributions, and lives. Thank you. Please remain standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Thank you all. You may be seated. We'll first do the director's report um, to start the meeting, and we'll turn it over to Stacia. Okay. Thank you, Chair. A couple of items for you this evening. First, an update on a recent project. On November 28th, the City Council approved the planning permits for the La Familia Opportunity Center on Franklin Boulevard. That was a project that the Commission had recommended approval of at its October 26th meeting, so we'll look forward to that project moving forward. Uh, the application period for the 2024 Planning Academy is now open. So for those of you who may be watching and don't know what the Planning Academy is, it's an 11-week program that's put on by the City's Community Development Department. And the goal of the program, now in its 21st year, let that sink in, is to bring together a diverse group of participants from all four corners of the city to learn about and discuss planning topics such as housing, transportation, um, urban design and preservation, uh, climate action planning, and best of all, it is free to participants. The dates this next year in 2024 are March 4th through May 13th. The classes will take place on Monday evenings and then there are also two Saturday field trips some of the sessions are in person and some of them are virtual. All applications have to be submitted by five o'clock on January 31st, so there's a little bit of time to do that. The applications are online. So if you're interested in applying, I would encourage you to do so. And um, 
you can just Google City of Sacramento Planning Academy and more information will come up as, as long, along with the application and some contact information for you. And then finally, uh, last month on November 16th, I had sent out an email to all the commissioners inquiring if anyone was interested in attending the League of California Cities 2024 Planning Commissioner Academy. So thank you very much to those of you who have replied. The conference is taking place this, year, this next year, March 6th through 8th in Long Beach. It's an in-person conference, and so in order to give um, the Community Development Department time to get you registered and get a hotel arrangements made, please let me know. Um, just give me a heads up by tomorrow if you do plan on attending. Um, I have a form that I'll need you to fill out for, to make travel arrangements. So that is all that I have. Thank you. Thank you very much, Stacia. Great updates today. This item is received and filed. No vote is required, so we'll move on to the consent calendar. Our first order of business today is approval of the consent calendar, which includes draft meeting minutes for our November 29th meeting. Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on this item? Thank you, Chair. Yes, we do have speaker slips for this item. Thank you. Thank you. Our first speaker will be Nicholas. I'm actually speaking on the, uh, the cell site. We'll make that correction. Thank you. There are, no there are no speakers for this item. Thank you. Thank you very much. Commissioners, do you have any questions or comments or any motions for the consent calendar? Commissioner Macias-Reed. I'll make a motion to move. We have a motion by Commissioner Messias-Reed, Vice Chair Wallace. Second. And a second by Vice Chair Wallace. Uh, seeing no additional member speakers in the queue, Clerk, will you please call the roll for a vote? Thank you, Chair. Com Thank you, Chair. Commissioners, please unmute. Um, Commissioner Andrade? Aye. Commissioner Boyd? Aye. Commissioner Buckley? Aye. Commissioner Chase? Aye. Commissioner Caden? Aye. Commissioner Lamas? Absent. Commissioner Macias Reed? Aye. Commissioner Thompson? Aye. Commissioner Wallace? Aye. Commissioner Zhang? Aye. Commissioner Young? Absent. And Chair Hernandez? Aye. Thank you. Motion passes. Thank you very much. Now we'll move on to the public hearing um, item. And it, we have one item uh, for this agenda. This is item number two, El Camino Monopole P23-008. We have a staff presentation by Assistant Planner Deja Harris. Deja, whenever you're ready. Good evening, Commissioners. My name is Deja Harris, Assistant Planner with the Community Development Department. And I'm here to present the El Camino Monopine Project. This item P23008 is a request to construct a 75 foot tall monopine te telecommunication facility in the general commercial C2 zone. The subject site is located at El Camino Avenue and Traction Avenue. The site is developed with an existing grocery store and retail and is surrounded by single unit and multi-unit residential and commercial, including restaurant, retail, and auto repair uses. The project is immediately adjacent to the Rhea Park to the west and Sacramento Northern Trail to the north. The required entitlements for the project include a conditional use permit to establish the facility within the C2 zone and site plan design review to construct the monopine and associated equipment on a portion of a 2.76 acre site with a deviation to exceed the height development standard 
and reduce the minimum interior side yard setback in the C2 zone. All telecommunication facilities in the C2 zone require a conditional use permit. Here is the site plan showing the location of the 1,689 square foot lease area at the rear of the parcel. The initial application requested a 75 foot tall monopole and chain link fence equipment enclosure on the east side of the property adjacent to an existing single unit dwelling. Staff worked with the applicant to find alternate sites for the monopole. The applicant was unable to secure the alternative sites and worked with staff to relocate the facility away from the existing house and to the west of the site between the grocery store and the city park. The applicant also altered the design to a monopine to further blend in with the existing trees at the park and to include a masonry wall enclosure in lieu of chain link fencing. The monopine is proposed for use by T-Mobile and will have co-location opportunities at the lower portion of the structure. The deviations requested are to exceed the height standard and reduce the minimum interior setback. The height deviation is needed for the lightning rod and additional branching to disguise the facility and the interior side yard setback to the wall surrounding the ground mounted equipment will not interfere with the park operations and will be visibly screened by the existing shrubs planted along the fence line. Here is a map of the photo simulations provided by the applicant. The first photo is looking northeast along Altos Avenue towards the Northern Parkway Trail. This photo is looking southwest from El Camino Avenue. And lastly, here you have a view from Redwood Avenue looking at the city park. Staff recommend that the Planning and Design Commission approve the requested entitlements. The monopine is stealthily concealed as a pine tree. It is located near a park, further disguising the structure, improves telecommunication service in the area, and allows for co-location of facilities with other providers. Staff received one e-comment expressing opposition to the project, citing concerns of radio frequency radiation emitted from the monopine and its proximity to a park. The Federal Communication Act prevents cities from basing decision on radio frequency emissions. They are governed by the federal government and must be in compliance with FCC rules. Staff, oh, this concludes my presentation. Thank you very much. Um, we do not have, uh, just to confirm, a presentation by the applicant, is that correct? Thank you very much. Um, okay, we will move on to commissioner questions. Commissioners, do you have any questions for staff on this item? Seeing no speakers uh, with questions, uh, we will now move on to the public comment period. Um, clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on this item? Thank you, Chair. There is one speaker for this item. Nicholas, please come up. Hi, my name is Nicholas Votai. I represent the applicant vertical bridge. Um, the, as to the public comment uh, that came in today about the radio frequency emissions, um, I'm here to submit uh, an EME record or EME report into the record. 
Um, who do I hand that to? The report was uh, done by Hammond and Edison, a professional engineering firm out of California. Um, and the uh, ground level EME emissions are 18% of 100%, or excuse me, 18% of the maximum allowable public exposure limit per the FCC guidelines. Uh, and that would be at the base of the tower. Uh, adjacent to the tower, there's a building that has an elevated second roof. Uh, that the emission rating there will be 48% of the maximum allowable. And at any near residence on the second floor will be 24% of the maximum allowable. None of these uh, areas will require any type of mitigation. Are there that, any questions? Great, does that conclude your comments? Yes, ma'am. Okay, great. So we'll um, take additional public comments and if there are any questions once we bring the discussion back, um, we'll call you back up for that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Any additional comments? Thank you, Chair. There are no other speakers for this item. Thank you very much. So we will close public comment period and bring the discussion back to the dais. Commissioners, any additional questions for staff or the public? Um, now would also be the time to make comments and or motions. I have Commissioner Macias Reed. I'll make a motion to move. We have a motion by Commissioner Macias Reed. Next, we have Commissioner Chase. I'll second the motion. And a second by Commissioner Chase. Any additional questions, comments from commissioners? Hearing and seeing none, seeing no speakers in the queue, we have a motion and a second. Um, Clerk, will you please call the roll for a vote? Thank you, Chair. Commissioners, please unmute. Uh, Commissioner Andrade. Aye. Commissioner Boyd. Aye. Commissioner Buckley. Aye. Commissioner Chase. Aye. Commissioner Caden. Aye. Commissioner Lamas. It's absent. Commissioner Macias Reed. Aye. Commissioner Thompson. Aye. Commissioner Wallace. Aye. Commissioner Zhang. Aye. Commissioner Youngs. Absent. And Chair Hernandez. Aye. Thank you, motion passes. Thank you, I wanna thank staff for bringing this item forward and the applicant's representative for being here today and talking to us a little bit further about um, the, the issue and the frequencies um, that was that was raised. Um, so appreciate your working together on this item. So congratulations, that, uh, that was approved. Um, so that concludes our public hearing agenda items. We'll now move on to commissioner comments, ideas, and questions. Commissioners, do you have any comments, ideas, or questions? I'll kick us off, just a reminder, that our first, this is our last meeting of the year, and our first meeting will be um, on the 11th. I also want to thank um, Commissioner Boyd um, for his service on the Planning Commission. I believe this is, um, that might, this might be your last and final meeting with the Planning Commission. Um, we've enjoyed your service, you're so engaged. In fact, I understand that you serve on multiple commissions, so your dedication to the City of Sacramento does not go unnoticed. Um, you also just you know, work on, I believe is the, um, um, the Housing Code Appeals and Advisory Board, as well as the Retirement um, Hearing Commission. So thank you, um, your insight and, and what you bring to it from the community perspective has, has been very much appreciated. So thank you, Commissioner Boyd. I don't know if anybody else has any comments and we'll also turn it over to you um, if you would like to make any comments as well. Let me make sure uh, it's still screwed up. So. Only a couple years in and still can't maneuver the right buttons here, just like in Zoom. But anyway, oh, 
do I have something to say? Just kidding. But uh, I am appreciative, appreciative of the words that you've just stated, and it's been uh, an experience being on the Planning and Design Commission, and I am thankful for being able to um, met all of you and uh, short timers, but um, um, actually in person, it's all been a short time because we've done most of the work since I've been here on Zoom. But with that said, it, it's been wonderful to bring the uh, voice of the people uh, um, to this commission to which usually doesn't happen outside of the appointed council members uh, appointee and being appointed from the PP&E uh, prior chair uh, for appointment was uh, an outstanding gesture that I that I chair is an outstanding gesture for me let me put it that way anyway I'll, I'll be brief because most of us most of you guys know I am very long-winded but I won't be this evening but I, I also do want to uh, again thank all of you the, the meetings uh, having met uh, most of you well, met, excuse me have being met all of you and attending outside meetings with Commissioner Chase and Commissioner Young at uh, Kennedy High School representing the planning and design and uh, other functions. And uh, lastly, I, I just want to say, again, thank you, but also as one opportunity, sorry for having my back to you folks, uh, as one opportunity shuns, another one shines, and one of the opportunities that, has, that came just hours after um, two, uh, Tuesday's uh, PPE meeting, when I found out I wasn't be a, would not continue as a uh, planning commissioner, was I was offered and accepted a board uh, seat with the Sacramento Environmental Justice Coalition, SAC-EJC, that does outstanding work here in Sacramento, Yolo, and Placer counties. And one of the first orders of business was attending. In fact, uh, I was coming, just came from there, a meeting with the second vice chair of the Federal Reserve um, in regards to the discussions of banking and capital opportunity for low-income individuals. And we look forward um, with SAC-EJC as its coalition member with SAC, or excuse me, with Rise Economy. You may know their name as, uh, their former name, the California Reinvestment Coalition, uh, CRC. Uh, we are the coalition member for Sacramento and the surrounding areas. And the, one of the topics of conversation was capital attainment by the for low-income folks and in that conversation is it that poor people didn't apply for capital to buy a home or were there just not enough low-income housing available for purchase but all that to say now being a part of that coalition at the board level with CR uh, excuse me I'm still saying the old name with um, rise economy I look forward to coming possibly in front of this commission again down the road, and most certainly, so oh, they're gone, with the Sacramento uh, Housing uh, Development Department. And with that said, the doors keep opening. Thank you. Well, I'm so happy to hear that you're continuing your service, um, Commissioner Boyd, and that uh, we will keep lending your voice to that. That's incredible. I can't wait to hear what else um, you get to work on in the future. Thank you so much for being a part of the Planning Commission. Um, and congratulations again on your new in your position. Thank you. Um, commissioners, any other questions or comments for the good of the order? Hearing and seeing none in the queue, um, we'll move on to public comments, matters not on the agenda. Uh, clerk, do we have any members of the public who wish to speak on this item? 
Thank you, Chair. We have two speakers for this item. Um, they would like to speak together. So please come up, Rachel and Ariana. So we made a Google Slides. Are we able to share it at all or plug it in? Good question. Let me see um, if... Let me check with our audio about plugging it. If it displays on that computer, if you can tilt it up, our overhead could pick up your screen. Oh, wait, that's kind of sick. Okay. And they'll focus on it off the um... oh, slideshow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is kind of fun. Okay. Okay. So, hello, everybody. My name is Rachel. Um, my name is Ariana Ong. And today we are going to be presenting a proposal that we've been working on. Um, we're both students at UC Davis and um, we just came up with this idea. So <laughs> take it away. So hello Planning and Design Commission. Um, so our project is on Cesar Chavez Park, of which is right outside of which you guys probably walked by. So we went on a walk, and this is what we saw. We saw a lot of the, um, the shops up for sale, and it's kind of dead down there during the day. And as you can see, one of the cyclists isn't even in the bike lane. But, so the problem is, is people don't want to come here. It's abandoned, and a lot of younger people feel, or like just a lot of people feel like it's not safe, and the businesses aren't dying, they're kind of dead. Um, but what if we erase the parking meters? So that's an eraser, and then we have one with a parking meter and one without. And then imagine lights in the ground in replace of the parking meters. So our proposal is to remove the existing meters surrounding Cesar Chavez Park and then put in purple ground lights in replacement to create a livelier and more welcoming park. These are some examples. Oh. <laughs> These are just some examples that we've seen um, of how lights integrated into the city create a more like welcoming space. Um, so why Sacramento Spirit revitalize the city and attract people downtown? Um, this is just another overview of the park, and the little dots would be the lights. So a question for you is: Do you guys carry twenty quarters in your pocket on a regular basis? So potential questions you might have for us is what, hap what will happen to those wanting to park if there are no more parking meters? Where will they park and how will they pay for parking? Um, so our first option is to remove the parking meters and put in two hour free parking. Sacramento would still receive money from the parking tickets. It would encourage people to go downtown and support smaller businesses. They would be spending $5 on a cup of coffee at a local coffee shop instead of for parking. And then our example is Davis has two-hour free parking downtown, and a lot of people want to go down there in the morning and have coffee and study um, because it's two-hour free parking. Our option two would be to input a single pay station, which there is one that was put in a block away, um, just to remove the parking meters, or do... Um, or also have the option of having Park Mobile. 
And then the additional idea is so people can find these parking stations to paint all of them purple um, to represent kind of the kings. Um, and then for wayfinding, we just have like the new signage that would be needed if you were to go with option one or option two. Um, and so our goals are to to beautify Sacramento, um, to make Sacramento more welcoming for everybody, encourage the community, support small local businesses, and then lastly, light the beam, considering that we want to do purple lights. Oh, so. and then we also had um, papers for wait, you guys. This. Oh, wait. This is also our diorama that we worked on throughout the quarter, kind of representing what it would look like. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> wait, wait. Well, Thank you so much. Did you have your diagram with you? Or we don't, it's quite big. But um, we do have printouts. You can pass it over to this gentleman here. Um, while he's passing those out, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to come out on a Thursday evening in December around the, holiday, uh, around the holidays and show us this particular project. You can tell you put a lot of work and effort into this and that you have a lot of um, pride for the city and that you care about planning and the way the city looks and the way the city feels. And um, so I'll, I'll take a moment to open it up to other commissioners for um, comments and feedback um, for the presenters today. Um, but just really appreciate you coming um, forward and uh, we'd love to follow up with you and see if there are opportunities in Calvert. Thank you. Um, and we have your uh, your vision and your projects report here with us, and we're happy to take that back. Um, so what's next in terms of uh, your project, next steps after this meeting, um, and also um, next steps for um, your academic and professional careers? Um, well, the next steps for this is I think it would be really cool if to see it all the way through and see it happen and see what those next steps would be in order to create it actually to happen. Um, so We've come up uh, with like some ideas of like funding for the project, um, which kind of uh, go with like if we were to actually take down the parking meters, like how much that would cost, like going into all of that and everything, and then getting the community involved with um, the idea behind it and like it actually coming to fruition. So. One of our ideas is, um, <laughs> sorry, we have uh, two ideas. One of them, I'll just say them really quick. Um, adopt a parking meter. We would have like local students dress up a park parking meter and almost do like a little auctioning off of the parking meters to get people to donate for the parking meters and then that would go into replacing the parking meters um, with the ground lights. And the other idea we had was um, for school fundraising, you can um, work with a local restaurant and they'll give like 10% to the club. So I was thinking to get all the local, not, maybe not all of them, but some local restaurants involved and have nights to fund the lights um, and use those funds to fund the project. Very creative. I really appreciate that. I know we have a couple um, questions and comments in the queue at the moment, but I'm looking over to staff to see, um, besides the Youth Commission, what are other opportunities that the students um, can engage with the City of Sacramento. Um, but first we'll go with um, Commissioner Chase. Thank you. Um, thank you for the presentation. Very creative. Um, I, I probably missed it, but I, will there be any parking on the purple or just eliminating all the parking around the park? So we were looking at the Complete the Streets project, not Complete the Streets. Um, oh, the Central, the streets? Central City yeah. Mobility Project? Yeah, we were looking at the Central City Mobility Project, and it looked like um, there, were, there was a projected project already. And we were assuming they would probably remove the parking meters on one side and then put in those buffered bike lanes. Um, I think there's one on one side of the street, but um, it looks like on the plan they had that they created, 
at the end of 2024, um, those streets would be getting worked on, according to the website. Um, but we were thinking it could kind of almost go along with that. So, wait, I'm sorry. There would still be like parking, but there wouldn't be like parking meters per spot. It would be like one, maybe like mobile machine, right? That's what we A couple of thoughts I had as you were talking. One, one is that uh, if, if there is still parking there, I know yesterday I went to a symposium at the Sac State. And the way you pay there in the garage is just, you know, you put your number into a, you know, your license plate into a machine. So you don't have any meters, you know, that kind of a technology could, you know, could, could work here. People just register their car. The other thing, too, is we go for uh, reducing, you know, the, um, the, the requirements for parking in the city uh, for, you know, uh, particularly retail users, which we haven't had any requirement for some time. It, it may allow for those elimination of those spaces. So. But yeah, thank you very much for your ideas. Thank you, Commissioner Chase. Next, we have Commissioner Macias-Reed. Great presentation, ladies. Um, that's really cool what you're doing. Um, this is like placemaking written all over it, and I love it. Um, I, I, I would say you're in the right place. Um, I think planning staff, certainly this is the stuff that they work on. The, the, the team at um, Public Works, they work on this. Um, I would say it would probably you know, and I'm happy to make an introduction um, to get in touch with the Downtown Sacramento Partnership. They are the, um, it's called a PBID Property and Business Improvement District, and they do a lot of placemaking um, projects in downtown. There's also the Midtown Association, which is the Midtown um, PBID that also does a lot of, I mean, they actually have a placemaking department for this kind of cool, these really creative and cool ideas. Um, so I'd be more than happy if you leave your contact, I have your contact information. If you have like an email to leave, I'd be more than happy to do an introduction um, because it sounds like, you know, with the Downtown Sacramento Partnership, this is in their um, jurisdiction and their purview and it would be a really, really cool idea to bring to the table. Thank you, Commissioner Macias-Reed. Commissioner Thompson. Mostly just a comment. Uh, I am actually really excited about something that seems like a really simple idea of removing something that is becoming antiquated uh, and taking advantage of just a hole in the ground. And um, I can tell that as you went through your proposal, you've thoroughly thought through all of the implications of what you're suggesting. Uh, and have solutions uh, on across multiples, which I thought was a really good way to approach it. So massive accommodations for that. Um, and also I really liked that you involved the community and engaging the community within funding this and you had a multiple. So just, I don't have the connections yet that Kendra does, but I will work on those. But I definitely think that, and appreciate you bringing this to the table. Uh, this park is a big deal, and what you're suggesting is a simple adaptive reuse of a hole in the ground, so nicely done. Thank you, Commissioner Thompson. Commissioner Buckley. Thank you, Chair. Um, thank you for your presentation, really appreciate it. I'm a two-time Aggie, so it's great to uh, see Aggies out here. Um, I, I really appreciate how thoughtful and creative your approach is. Um, I also like seeing the expansion of the beam, which is the best thing to happen in Sacramento in a long time. Um, but um, 
I'm also concerned about what happens during losing seasons, though, so I want to think about other uses of those lights. Um, <laughs> the lights could also change for, like, Christmas. Okay, okay. Cool. Thanksgiving, some orange. I hope it just puts pressure on the kings to keep Um So my question, though, you mentioned other cities that have utilized light in, in a similar kind of way. Did, did anything you looked at kind of show the impact of this kind of expansion of light in the city on some of the things you listed out, like like the sort of deterioration of downtown and people wanting to be in safe spaces? Um, well, I'm kind of look at the uh, New McKinley, the bridge with the rainbow lights underneath. And I know that one attracted a lot of high school students, and I know I was one of them, um, <laughs> where people would just want to go there at night and take cute photos with their friends to the point where they had to start turning it off at 10 o'clock at night because kids were going there late at night. So, <laughs> but it really did encourage people because it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, oh, it's kind of a cool place. Or like people will go take photos in the doco sign too. Um, and it's just, I feel like lights are just very much a part of just like nowadays. I don't know. And then in San Francisco too, me and my friend, we were like walking around. And then that's when we saw all the lights around the park. Um, and just like there were a lot of people sitting under the lights. And the first thing we thought of when we saw the lights were, oh my god, let's go take a photo with it. So I feel like that's also kind of like the idea behind it and will encourage people. Thank you. That's all, Chair. Thank you, Commissioner thank you. Buckley. Next we have Vice Chair Wallace. Uh, thank you, Chair. Uh, love the enthusiasm here. Um, there are so many like tactical urbanism projects that have, people have kind of like advanced over the years, but this is um, another level. Um, a couple of things. If you want to meet the guy who did the lights at McKinley, I know him. <laughs> um, and he's also done some other work. Um, we've lit up the Capitol um, for like Pride and for Juneteenth. And um, so I think you're totally onto something. There's definitely opportunity. And then um, the business owner that owns the restaurant that's in the park, he is really interested. His name's Ernesto Delgado. And he's really interested in revitalizing Cesar Chavez Plaza. So, um, yeah, hit us up or we'll reach out and make sure that you guys are connected. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. I don't have any other commissioners um, with their uh, with their hands raised or wanting to speak in the queue. I think you've heard from a lot of us that we're really confident in your presentation today and your creativity and bringing it forward with us today. Um, and some really great um, network, great networking opportunities to follow up with some folks here and get connected with others in the community. Any last thoughts you'd like to share with us? Thank you for your time listening to our presentation and hearing us. Yes, thank you. Thank you for being here. Happy holidays. Congratulations. All right, seeing no other speaker slips that we have. Thank you, Chair, that is all the speakers that we have. Great, well, that means that our agenda is concluded and we'll adjourn the meeting at 6.05 p.m. Thanks everyone and happy holidays. We'll see you in the new year.